The Witch Way Spellcast with Sorceress Chisholm. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Witch Way Spellcast. And my name is Sorceress Chisholm. I am your hostess of the full moon in Capricorn this month on July 13th, 2022. Welcome to the show, and I hope you are all doing well out there in these uh, troubled, troubled times. And there's a lot to talk about with the Capricorn full moon this month. Um, It's a pretty heavy one and I am actually quite impressed that I've made it to this episode. I was feeling a little bit is anyone even listening and was getting uh, quite sucked into the drama of everything and um, yeah it's been a bit rough but I'm okay I'm still here and I gotta bring you the news I gotta bring you the forecast the forecast must go on. So I've got my Yona Yona Ale. I got my beer tonight. My witch bitches. Cheers. Come pie. How's it all going out there? It's pretty wild and woolly from where I sit. It's, um, it's, uh, haven't been sleeping very well lately. The weather has been really strange in Tokyo. We had a really hot hot spell like it was like a week long heat wave about two weeks ago around the new moon and it was pretty scary it was quite um uh unorthodox weather for june which is typically rainy season and um so the weather's been all over the shop as it is wont to do thanks to the global weirding that is uh showing us that hey actually we are a part of this planet and we should probably start waking up to that fact (laughs) to our detriment if we don't. So, you know, um, I'm not going to lie, people. It's a pretty heavy full moon. It's conjunct Pluto, Lord of the Underworld. So we're going down into hell, bitches. So, uh, yeah, it might get dark. It It might get a bit scary, but us witches aren't afraid of the dark. In fact, that's where we revel. That's where we go. We're not afraid of those things. In fact, it's very important to go into the dark and to go to hell sometimes to uh, see what's really underneath the skin. And it's interesting that I should mention that because Capricorn is associated with the skeleton, with the bones, getting down to the bones. And, uh, yeah, where's that backbone when you need it, right? So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a hard one. It's a bit of a hard nut to crack. We're sailing through cancer season, which is very emotional. The sun is in cancer until the 20th, 21st of July. And then we go into Leo town. But for now, we're still hopefully waving, not drowning, from cancer season town. <laughs> I had the worst just, oh my God, it, it got a bit bad the other day for me. <laughs> I'm happy to say that I'm back. I didn't, uh, 
I washed ashore. I found uh, I found dry land, fortunately. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been pretty hardcore. Just being alive right now, feeling all the feels, and it can get pretty overwhelming for empathic people like myself. You know, take it on the way to the world, as it were. So fortunately, Capricorn is the rule is is this moon is in Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Saturn is uh, the god of time and of structure and of things having their limitations and it is a pretty serious full moon um it's the father god authoritative plutocrat who is saying hey this is this is it this is done this is what has to transform this is what we're getting down to the the bare bones of this so it's really about the bigger picture it's a it's a reality check and it's time to be decisive in the midst of all this emotional crap emotional world that is cancer which is the great mother capricorn represents the great father and order and authority right and it can be a bit heavy um obviously pluto is the god of the underworld um hell and that's where things go to be transformed, right? Transmutated, if you like. So there's this contrast between the home and the comfort and the safety zone of Cancer, who is um, conjunct Mercury, who's also in Cancer. So all our communications are very emotional and, you know, it can be very difficult to navigate um, objectivity right now. But this moon is saying... We need to start revealing our truth to ourselves because it's a beneficial thing. It's about going to that dark place in order to see it and not be afraid of it, right? Um, It's a powerful connection to our own illumination. And we're getting support here from the north node of the moon and Uranus that are both conjunct in Taurus. And Taurus is as about as physical as you can get. It is very, it's earth magic. It is transformation on a, on a physical level. What's transforming for you physically? Are you transforming yourself physically somehow? Are you going with that? Are you, are you being positive in that, in that respect? Or is it zapping you in ways that aren't so great so it's a bit of a reality check for our physicality also it's important to acknowledge the cancerian elements here because we had that massive new moon in cancer conjunct dark moon lilith that was um two weeks ago and since then it's been pretty intense if you haven't noticed the news lately on the world stage and to you know to a degree personal stuff as well and so it's all about the feels dudes it's all about sensing and feeling and communicating um but this is this this full moon in capricorn is demanding that we take a new direction here we can't get bogged down we can't get 
overwhelmed and swamped in that, you know, smother mother potential. We need to define our own identity, right? And conjunct Pluto, this is bringing in some dynamic chaos. It's disruption. It's liberating. It's clarifying. So for those who don't know, Capricorn is aligned with the element of Earth. It's a cardinal sign, and it is represented by the sea goat, or sometimes just a goat. So we are working with that kind of archetype, the sure-footed, practical, resourceful, and stoic goat. Have you ever seen those goats that can climb up sheer rock faces? It's like, how the hell do they even get a foothold? <laughs> it's, it's amazing. This is Capricorn energy. We're climbing up the mountain, okay? And the Pluto element is removing our ego. So we're tapping into our destiny. We're changing. We're transmuting. We're becoming more real. And it's not a pretty picture, it's really hard. It's hard work. It's constant. It's constant. It, it's not as if you get to a certain age and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm, I'm done. I know myself. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> it's an ongoing process. So here we're being asked to be responsible with our words, especially because Mercury being in Cancer can take things pretty personally. And it might be a good idea just to be aware of that. But at the same time, Sometimes you want to say something that you've been holding back or that you feel like, oh, no, I can't say that. That's going to be, you know, upsetting. It's going to rock the boat. Be careful of that, too. You don't have to carry the world. You just have to reinforce your boundaries. That's what Capricorn is saying here. Be responsible for yourself first. But stay kind um, and also stay in your power. Stay in your objectivity. We have to allow others to choose what's best for them. We have to honor our self-authority and we have to trust the change that we're ready for. Stay focused. The North Node and Uranus are helping us with that. They're, they're transforming us. It's, a, it's like we're being zhuzhed from the outside in. Yeah. It's an upgrade. It's about traveling with our power. So this full moon is also known as the buck moon, as in like the male deer with the great big antlers, the glorious king of the forest. Capricorn's about the, the forest. Cancer is about the ocean. So these like wild, wild nature is it's where it's at right now. It's the first full moon after the solstice, the summer solstice here in the north. And... It is also a supermoon, which is known as a perigee um, lunation in terms of the orbit that the moon has around the Earth. So the new moon was apogee. It was as far out and as far away from the Earth as you could get. It was really out there <laughs> combing the depths <laughs> and did it ever. Oh, my goodness. So... It's coming back around. This is the boomerang. It's like, okay, what did what did we find out there in the depths of our subconscious? What was Lilith bringing home? And Lilith representing the first woman 
and she was made from earth with Adam in the Garden of Eden. And uh, the story goes when Adam wanted to have sex with her on top, she refused. She wanted to try new things. She wanted to be on top and he refused. And she got the hell out of there and uh, went off on her own adventure into the world and left the Garden of Eden and has since been demonized for doing so because uh, she wasn't having it. So she represents the other archetype, you know, the, the minority, the otherness, whatever is not subscribing to the patriarchal paradigm. That's what Lilith represents. So we had that conjunct the new moon in Cancer two weeks ago. So here we are on the other side of it with this full moon in Capricorn coming back around in the sign of the goat. So we're working with the sacred goat entity as well. And us witches have seen many goats. I'm sure you've seen many goats in your travels. And uh, they don't have the best uh, reputation, do they? (laughs) They've been demonized too, haven't they? You know, that devil of a goat, right? And so there's all of this, uh, you know, goatiness about this moon as well. Um, Yeah, scapegoats, getting my goat, all of these expressions come to mind. All right, so what have I got here? Okay, so here's a goat-headed goddess for you. I'm going to talk a little bit about Baphomet. And the Baphomet image, the modern image, was... uh, painted by Eliphas Levi, who was an esotericist, and it depicts a goat-headed deity, bare-breasted, and with what appears to be a caduceus coming from its lower region. It is assuming a, uh, a gesture of the magician from the tarot, as above, so below, gesture, and it. there are two moons. There's a black moon and there's a white moon. So the Baphomet has a long and checkered history, um, and you can go and have a re- you can go and research it for yourself, I think is best, but in a nutshell, the Baphomet represents the other, the flip side, the dark side. Let me read a little bit about the Baphomet, or the Sabbatic Goat, as it's also known. And I was thinking, well, maybe the Baphomet is a female. Maybe she's a woman. I mean, look at those breasts, right? Breasts are associated with cancer, the lungs, the chest. And uh, it is a hermaphroditic creature. But I was thinking, hey, maybe Baphomet is a she. Maybe she's a nanny bitch. Okay, so as one of the sacred beasts... She represents the equilibrium of opposites, the half animal, half human, the female and the male, the good and the evil. She brings these things together, spirit and matter. And of course, there are the associations with Pan, the Greek god, the the satyr, the god of sex, the one who's out there rutting and getting it on with the nymphs out in the forest, out in the glades, you're right? So <laughs> there are plenty of images and stories about Pan. I'm sure you know a few. So that is an archetype that I think we can work with this full moon, the Baphomet. 
And it's a way that we can reclaim our reality as witches. And so the Capricorn moon is telling us we got to dry our tears, pull up our fucking hiking boots, put them on, put on some lipstick and pull yourself together. We got to climb this mountain, find your feet and get to work. It's time. It's time to stop wallowing. You can have a big sob. That's fine. You can, you can rest, but you don't quit. Okay. If they want to bring out the big guns, well, hey, we've, (laughs) we know what we're working with. So the Capricorn element is not sentimental like the Cancerian, which can get very sentimental and too emotional. But of course, the two must balance each other. This is part of being a human. So yeah, on a final note, I've got here, nature, woman, will not be contained, will not be enslaved. She is raw power. Her body is her own temple. And on that note, that is the astro for this month. You know what time it is. It's time for tarot. Tarot time again. What do we need to know for this month? What can help us on our path? in a card now with my left hand my intuitive hand okay and the card for this month is temperance wicked <laughs> that's great actually that's very uh, healing Um, temperance has been popping out for me quite regular (laughs) recently. Temperance is a major arcana card, which represents the bigger picture transitions in our lives. So yeah, with all of this death stuff going on with the Pluto and the Capricorn and all of this heavy shit, temperance is a, hey, take a chill pill. Just, just blend those, blend those elements. This is alchemy at work. Don't stand in your own way. Let it happen. Let it happen. So I'll describe temperance for you. So it's depicting an angel, maybe Raphael. And on Raphael, well, Raphael, maybe Raphael, let's just say the angel. The angel's forehead is the sigil for the sun, and on its breast is a triangle, upright triangle, symbol for fire. And the angel is wearing a white robe, and uh, it's shining, obviously, because angels tend to do that. And the angel is holding two chalices, two cups, and between the cups the angel is pouring water. 
and the angel has red wings and has one foot on the earth and one foot in the water. And there seems to be flowers growing on the right-hand side of the angel and there is a, a sunset or a sunrise over some mountains in the distance on its left side. And temperance means exactly that, blending the polarities, which is what I was talking about earlier with the power of Baphomet, bringing the polarities together, blending them, not going from one extreme to another extreme, but standing in the middle, one foot on earth, one foot in water, one foot in Capricorn, one foot in Cancer. This is the combination. As humans, we have so much power that we just don't realize that we have. And the angel here is telling us that we do have this power to control ourselves and to bring in that grace, to bring in that power of faith and of divine timing and allowing things to just be. Reminds me of a song. So the temperance is really giving me some positive feelings right now. It's the calm after the storm. It is. It's it's the crawling up onto dry land and checking out where you are and making the next plan to go towards those mountains, to follow that path, to see the light, to be inspired. Temperance is also art. It's also about creativity, Mm, bringing elements together to form something beautiful and magical. Blessed be. The Witch Way Spellcast with Sorceress Chisholm. Okay, my friends, thank you for joining me on this 15th episode of The Witch Way Spellcast. And I will just let you know now that uh, next month in August, I will be in Australia. Woohoo! Two and a half years away from my homeland. I'll be doing all of the good stuff down in Oz. I'm going to click my ruby slippers and go back to Oz. So there. So I'm really excited about that. However, there will not be a spell cast next month due to my traveling around. So I'm going to take a little break and I'll be back in September and uh, I'm really hoping that you all stay safe over the summer. If you're traveling, be safe and I hope your travels go smoothly and uh, take care of yourself, take care of others and I really hope that these podcasts have been assisting you on your journey And I will look forward to speaking with you again in September. And so until then, I'm going to leave you with one of my songs, original songs that I recorded with um, my band, Sorsha and the Sinners, 10 years ago on July 13th, 2012. Our eponymous album was released And I'm going to play you a track from that album. And this one is called Tidal. And I really hope that you enjoy the music and 
stay tuned for more Witchway Spellcast magic. Blessed be everyone and farewell. Where I